a delicate and for lack of a better term, yes, a really fragile piece within the British governing Conservative Party has been totally destroyed in the past 48 hours. Actually, to be more accurate, 72 hours. While with the future of Brexit negotiations and Theresa May's gover government in the balance. Well, to put it politely and mildly, the Prime Minister's Brexit plan was never going to be an easy sell. Yes, at least politically, not given what's going on in the country. I'm Bruce Value Buddy. Join me as we'll be, be discussing British politics and Brexit. Well, here's a picture of some of the major challenges that Prime Minister May is facing in her country's dramatic political environment. Well, Prime Minister May leads a party and a nation deeply divided over what sorts of relationship they want, meaning the British people, with Europe. While many who hope to make sure that the European institutions in Brussels have no further say in how the United Kingdom will build and craft its laws and controls its borders, will never be satisfied with anything less than a, what they call hard Brexit. A sharp break from the European Union and its rules and laws. Yes, on the other hand, and on the other side, those who believe that the United Kingdom must keep as much uh, continued access to possible to Europe and European markets see hard Brexit as a blind leap uh, for a very, very speedy train. And this is not going to be good. Here's the thing. Since taking over from David Cameron in the immediate aftermath of the Brexit vote, Theresa May's task has been to develop a plan specific enough on the terms of exit to win the green light from the European Union negotiators and vague enough on the future of UK-EU economic relationships to prevent her party from dividing into two. Well, she then needed to persuade her cabinet ministers to publicly back the plan. Well, then the proposal would have uh, in a way to pass mustard in 27 European capitals and the vote in the House of Commons. It's pretty complicated. Well, just three days ago, it seemed that best arguments for her alternative compromise, well, a plan that would leave the United Kingdom in a brief, if you will, customs union uh, with EU to avoid the return of a hard uh, border between Ireland and Northern Ireland, was uh, the lack of, if you will, clear alternative either to her proposal or her leadership. Well, that may still be the case. But just two days ago, Dominic Raab, her, her Brexit secretary, if you will, became the seventh minister to quit the government in the past year. Well, this was in a way igniting an open uprising from some of hard Brexit camps. Yes, Mr. Raab, a central figure in drafting Prime Minister May's 585-page plan claimed that the deal might leave the United Kingdom locked into a regime, if you will, with no say over the rules that being applied. Well, tensions between May and this faction will only deepen between now and mid-December when a vote on the deal is expected in the Parliament. So what's next? Well, the Prime Minister who used a press conference just two days ago to appeal directly to the British people, vows and promises to move, move on and advance her plans, while some within her party has also called for a vote of no confidence in the Prime Minister. That's a big deal. And it remains unclear, as of the recording of this episode that I'm doing right now, whether this number is enough to force her out. Well, here are the ultimate Brexit questions that I really think we must answer. Are the questions. 
Is it really possible to craft any Brexit deal that can win approval both in the United Kingdom and across Europe? I don't know. Well, if not, is the United Kingdom doomed to crash out of the EU towards an unknown future? Well, difficult to answer. Here's another one. Might Britain be headed instead towards a second Brexit vote? Well, it is complex, but possible. If so, and it produces a different outcome, how can the future British government, in a way, mind the gap in the public and official opinion that Brexit has created? Very, very difficult. Here's the last question for you. If a second vote were to produce the same outcome, what would come next? Yes, these are the tough questions that both British public and British politicians need to address. Well, here's the bottom line. The ongoing political disorder and confusion in London in a way suggests we're not close to any type of answers or solution, at least not now.